2: What is going on, everybody? My name is Connor Lawler. Welcome back to another week of Movie Mondays. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the week's movie news, entertainment news, and just generally having a bit of a chit-chat about everything to do with film. As always, I am joined by my partner
0: in crime, Mr. Sean and Sean, how's it going? Connor? I think I fumbled the bag this week, I'll be honest. Uh, You know well why. In that, <laughs> I forgot to go and see Black Panther Two: Aconda Forever. Now, <laughs> big movie, big big, big movie. movie, big release. One of the headline movies of the year. <laughs> That we've both been looking forward to, and we both <laughs> generally talk about the big Marvel movies. And, here, on and here's me thinking:
2: I'm like, well, Sean will know that we want to do a review of it. So, surely like,
0: he'll pick up on he,
2: that. I mean, he'll surely pick up on the subtleties of we do a movie show. Surely yeah, yeah, he'll be yeah. able to go. Maybe I'll go see it. Maybe just even wait two hours. Um, imagine my surprise Sean when I come on the call today and I say you ready to go and you said for what <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was like are we not just doing a regular movie Mondays today Connor?"
2: so our Black Panther 2 review has been pushed back to next week Sean that's when that's what all the hot takes come out is two weeks after the release two weeks
0: after is when you really get the real good stuff that's the real nitty gritty of the movie industry it's the real cream of the crop when everyone's already seen all the spoilers on Instagram.
2: That's actually a good point. Maybe we can, we can turn this around to be like, we're letting you all see it. There and you go. You time, huh? you
0: know, when, now, when I we say decide I, to lift the spoiler ban. <laughs> when, I, when I say we or ye, I mean Sean. We're letting Sean see. His- I'm sorry, mister, I forgot to see Shang-Chi when that came out. Okay. <laughs> we're we're allowed one each. Okay, but And I'll
2: tell you something, I got insulted for weeks.
0: <laughs> yeah. And right well no, not rightly so. That was out of line of me, Connor. I really shouldn't have done that, and I expect you to learn from my mistakes. Um, also um if you missed it,
2: we did a bit a special Hero Zero on Friday, um all about all based around Kevin Conroy after his sad death the previous week. Um, just a bit of remembrance, and I we had some really kind messages sent in of all the people who tuned into it to listen to it, and yeah, I just felt it was quite nice. Sean at the end said it was a bit somber,
0: but I felt like it was it was the right mood. Really, it was somber and say. respectful in all, in all the right ways. I I, yeah. I would like to think.
2: So, so, if you like Batman the animated series, we have a little bit of a like a half an hour little chat just about Kevin Conroy and his life and what led up to that. Um, but Sean. We're getting into movie news this week because, I mean, just because we didn't see a movie doesn't mean there isn't movie news. That's the thing. The world keeps on turning.
0: Movie news keeps coming whether we want it or not, quite frankly.
2: <laughs> quite frankly, I'm sick of
0: it. I, I am tired it. of the whole thing. The format and everything.
2: <laughs> <laughs> if only we could change the format to review a movie. Okay. So. Shut up. <laughs> So, Sean, we're starting off this week about with news from Deadpool 3. Now, um, we recently learned that Mr. Huge Jacked Man was Indeed. going to be in this movie with Ryan Reddles. Um, and, I mean, pretty big deal. You're going to get Wolverine back. You have Ryan Reynolds play Deadpool. But, Sean, we've now learned that Ryan Reddles, in a report, was chatting Tatum. In Deadpool 3.
0: Sean, no further news
2: on who he's playing, but... We're bringing back
0: Gambit news. <laughs> if it's anything except Gambit, what is the point of getting Channing Tatum involved? And why announce that or why why rumour that at this point?
2: So my question to you, Sean, is um, would you be kind enough to let all the listeners in? Maybe we've had a few list- new Jesus, listeners. Jesus,
0: I'm not expected to do all of this, am I? Not
2: not the full run-through, but I mean, in a very brief, why do we think Channing Tatum could be Gambit in so, this movie?
0: For years, since the original X-Men movies were coming out, Channing Tatum has come out and said, I would love to play a Gambit. Um, it's heavily rumored, Fans like him. He, he, he's a good cast for the role. Okay. Then they start doing X-Men First Class, and they're deciding we're going to do origin stories for a bunch of mutants. Uh, they float this with X-Men Origins Wolverine, which is not a very good movie, and had a different man playing Gambit. Um, and then Cater- all of the origin... Taylor Kitsch, all of the origin movies were scrapped. Okay, then Days of Future Past happened, and I think at that Comic Con press panel, Channing Tatum came out wearing a Gambit t-shirt, <laughs> and it was like, "I'm Gambit now. I'm going to be Gambit in a project." He self-declared
2: and, himself as Gambit.
0: Yeah, and then he, there, there was like, then nothing was heard about this for ages. Then it came out that there were there were issues with the Gambit script. People weren't interested. It was got dropped. It was wiped from the slate. Then the news came out that Uh, channing tatum might try and make it himself because he just really wants to be gambit that badly we
2: we covered this like this is like our first five weeks of doing this show like four years ago and it was just for years it was like channing tatum wants to be gambit channing tatum wants to be gambit he's trying to get it going he's trying to get a greenlit he's bringing it to studios and then eventually it was like he's gonna film it in his own backyard
0: (laughs) he just wants to be gambit so much and it's like, and we, you know, we want him to be Gambit as well. So I think that him showing up in Deadpool 3 could be kind of a final hurrah. Or what if, like, it might even, that he might not even be Gambit, he might just be Channing Tatum. So and that Deadpool was, says, "You look a lot like Gambit."
2: I mean, that would be that that would be very Deadpool. Um, I mean, he's even come out and said, "Once Gambit went away, I was so traumatized because <laughs> 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 he just gave up all of his life just to go on his wander." It's like Hugh Jackman being like, "I'm Wolverine." I'm Wolverine, yeah. and they just can't get it off the ground, and nobody wants to do the movie. Because Channing Tatum was a big name. Like, especially back in like 2016, 21 Jump Street, all those movies were coming out. He
0: was a pretty fucking big deal. Yeah, and he was in Magic Mike, so he was built. Like, he, he had the physicality, he had the look, he had the passion, he had the drive. Yeah. And just no one would give him a fucking wanted. script. Nobody wanted to do a movie.
2: So, I mean, to me, I feel like if they don't cast him as Gambit, I think. What are you doing? I. I. Wouldn't it be so cool? Ryan Reynolds, Deadpool, Hugh Jackman, Wolverine. You have Channing Tatum as Gambit, just for one old time. I think you got to bring him back just to just to give him that feeling. He's been missing yeah. for years.
0: And like they're like, we don't really know what this is going to be about. This whole um, movie, but it could be like a, a road trip kind of scenario. And they like even if you just go through New Orleans for a little bit, and they run into Gambit. Mm. And he's just like, oh, okay. And then, like, he used to be Taylor Kitsch. That's who played him in X-Men Origins Wolverine. So I guess they could address that. But fucking let Channing Tatum be Gambit just once in his life. <sighs> just just give him that
2: sweet, sweet feeling of just having something to do. Because, <laughs> yeah, has has he been doing much since... I mean, Magic uh, Mike Three is coming out. Like, it's not a case of not. I mean, something to do in terms of superhero stuff because I, I also think he's co- he has a new movie coming out that's like um, I don't know if it's a diehard thing, but it's like it's an action movie anyway. From the maker of Deadpool Two, the director of Deadpool Two, so right, okay, uh, and he's gonna be starring in that. So he would probably be involved in all that world. Um, I do. He had a
0: cameo in Free Guy as well. I think he just he popped did up
2: yeah. From it. Um, And so him and Ryan Reynolds are, I would say, pretty good friends. I I think this is the perfect time to bring him in. I think Remy LeBeau coming in just and technically he's dead in the Marvel Universe
0: because Deadpool is also now in Marvel. What a fucking like upgrade, by the way. To be like, oh, I was going to be in like the now-defunct Fox X-Men universe, but now I'm Gambit in the MCU.
2: <laughs> and they can't take that away from him, unless they do the thing of, well, it's a Deadpool movie, so it doesn't matter. Like, anything can happen. He can, Maybe.
0: It's just a now, weird fucking ulterior universe. Now, Channing Tatum is 42 at the minute. Do you think that's too old for Gambit? I, I don't think, I, mean, I mean, the man lo- is looking well. <laughs> I, oh, he's looking well. I, mean, sure I look can... that good at 42. Absolutely. You know, he could absolutely play it down to, like mid-30s I'd say but like if he's to have a like if they want to do the whole relationship between Gambit and Rogue then the age gap might start to be a thing because Rogue Sean I'm going to I'm going to come
2: out and maybe say that they probably aren't going to go that deep I think they just want him in as Gambit
0: Connor please this is this is set in stone <laughs> he's going to be just, Gambit forever see, and ever I think
2: in their heads they just see the Graham Norton couch and they just see Channing Ryan Hugh Jackman and then My they go gosh. okay let's print money <laughs>
0: Do you think, is there, okay, so then who's the next, after Channing Tatum and Hugh Jackman come back, or yeah. come for the first time in Channing's case, is there anyone left that is like, oh, I'd like to see them come back?
2: Oh, Ma- maybe um,
0: McAvoy? Maybe Fassbender.
2: McAvoy? No, I think Fassbender. we got to go with Fassbender, but I don't think they're going to bring Fassbender back, because if you bring Fassbender, you got to bring McAvoy. It's like a one-two deal. Yeah. Also, they're best friends. So exactly, exactly. They will do it without but, each other. <laughs> but also, I do. I think they want to go a different direction with the main team. Um, Fair. I, see, I still think they're taking. It's more just so because it's the Deadpool movie. It doesn't matter. You can just do whatever you want.
0: Yeah, but but, but like if it's the MCU, it has to have some level of no. This this mm. is this will stick. I don't think Wolverine is going to stick, but. I, I don't know how much play Wolverine is going to have in the Deadpool movie. Like, apparently it for there's, a bit.
2: there is also rumors that uh, Old Wilson will be coming back as Agent Mo- Mobius in Deadpool.
0: Right, as TV the TVA agent who flattens out the time streams, but who also at the end of Loki is like, maybe we can just do some stuff. Yeah, uh, right. So then, but also there's but there's multiple versions of him as well. Is the thing. <laughs> there's multiple uh, versions of everyone, so you could just do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. So what? The, like the 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 Deadpool? Cause Deadpool yeah, because Deadpool at the end of Deadpool 2 has Cable's time device, so he can yes. shift through time, and he goes back and he changes a bunch of things in the time stream, and then I guess that's how he winds up in the MCU. Like the TVA are just like, oh, you fucked this one, so we're just putting you here. And,
2: and I think they're like, go probably do a joke where he like ends up in, I don't know, like Fantastic Four 2005, or like The Rise of the Silver Surfer, or one of those like Maybe. mid 2000s, or like Electra, <laughs> like a mid 2000s movie that like nobody remembers, but he just ends up on the set of that.
0: Then he ends up in Days of Future Past, and he's like, "Hang on, I know someone here." <laughs> Wait a minute.
2: Um, so Deadpool is slated to re- release uh, November eighth, twenty twenty four. So two years down the line, but I mean, pretty big news if Channing Tatum is coming back in. Um, yeah,
0: I like, honestly, excited? I would love it for him. I'm very excited. I'm actually,
2: I am looking forward to that movie. Um, will you see it probably not you probably won't see it for maybe not on time anyway
0: what <laughs> November 8th I'll probably see it Christmas Eve and we can talk about <laughs> it then
2: we'll a review then hot off the press <laughs> um Shavaru, he just gave me a look
0: I'm so mad He's really upset
2: You know what's make makes this even better Is Sean was away Today And he came back On a bus And it was a really Long journey So he's in a really Good mood oh, yeah. And so I'm just Poking the bear
0: And you know I wasn't going to Address it And I, also I owned up to the Movie thing Straight away In the <laughs> intro But I'm just I'm not allowed To forget it Apparently <laughs> No, it's fine, I wanna, Connor. Continue. I want to see if I can crack them. <laughs> yes. I'm fucking. I'm, I'm half cracked already. Oh yeah, um, Sean.
2: I know what's going to cheer you up is I've got some plot oh, details. It.
0: No, sorry. Indiana I just want to jo- say before. Yeah, before this headline is even announced, I want to go on record as saying I don't like this. But story. I've got the plot
2: details of Indiana Jones Five.
0: The plot details. Yeah. Okay, hit me with I,
2: I, I know, because you were saying to me, how are they going to do this movie? And this is a genuine discussion. I'm not even just trying to set you up. I have found out what the movie's about.
0: Right, what's it about then? So. <laughs> <laughs> Just get on with
2: it. <laughs> so the last one, he met aliens, right? That's just, yeah. that's a thing. But now Empire Magazine has revealed new plot details uh, about Indiana Jones 5 that we are thinking, how are they going to pull this off? Well, let me tell you, they're going to bring back the old, the old classic Nazis, yes. Um, He's back fighting Nazis? The movie is set in 1969. Uh, Indiana Jones is an old man who feels even more out of time, in an era of astronauts and space exploration, having been somewhat more interested in the history and secrets hidden on Earth. Sounds like the plot of National Treasure, if you ask me. Oh, I'm back on board. However, the appearance of some ex-Nazis stirs Indiana into action. (laughs) Right. So here's the thing, Sean. The moon landing program was in 1969 and it was run by a bunch of ex-Nazis. And this movie's about how ex-are they? Because, you know what I mean? Indy's around. He's thinking...
0: I don't think
2: these guys are ex Nazis, and then he's got to come back out of retirement
0: for one last job. So he breaks into NASA and kicks the yes. shit out of some ex Nazis. Kicks the shit scientists. out of a bunch of Nazis. Right, classic indie. I don't think that's, but I like. I don't know if that's a selling point. Is that orders oh, Nazis in this one though? <laughs> you like the the ones with the Nazis in I me. Mean, you like those movies? Um, also, just canonically, Indiana Jones's birthday is eighteen is in eighteen ninety nine. Uh, yeah. So this is a full-on seventy-year-old Indiana Jones yeah, canonically Nazis. doing all of this.
2: Yeah, does that not excite you?
0: But also, he's a he's a seventy-year-old man in nineteen sixty-nine. <laughs> like, like, like a seventy-year-old man now could have all the fucking vitamins under the sun, you know? Yeah, and have a, you'd be replaced with cyborg. But like, parts. he was alive in the eighteen hundreds
2: in this. Yeah, in this <laughs> timeline.
0: In this timeline, yeah, like he and he's been through wars and like he's breathed in a lot of dust Mm. and debris and been punched and shot and uh, I can only imagine horribly ill throughout his Mm. entire life. (laughs) And then he met aliens in the jungle. He 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 just
2: he's just been kind of coaxing in that for quite a few years at this point. Yeah, because the last one was set in the fifties, wasn't it? Eh. Yes. I th- no, I think it was. I think it was. It was like na- yeah, it was after World War Two.
0: Yeah, and it was like the, the the you got the greasers and you got you got all, all of the, the Rebel yeah. Without a Cause of set in nineteen fifty seven. So this is twelve years after the events of Kingdom of the Crystal Skull.
2: Which came out in two thousand and six, so like was it like sixteen years our time?
0: Yeah, 2008, it came out.
2: 2008, okay. So, I mean, like, eh. Sean, does this movie plot make you more or less excited about this movie that apparently we covered a few weeks ago has been getting very bad reviews from
0: critical responses? I mean, like, it's not a selling point to me to be like, well, there's ex Nazi scientists in it.
2: It's kind of like, um, it's kind of like Marvel with, like, Hail Hydra. Like they're doing yeah. like the space program, but they're all Nazis secretly underneath it, and then he's the only one that can see it.
0: Yeah, but like and yeah, and look, what and look, the 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 U.S. did, you know, take a lot of ex-Nazi scientists and like put them to work because they were scientists and they knew science and how to build things. Mm. Um, and I think we can all agree that Nazis were bad. I don't think that I should think, be a I controversial I feel like that should be a stand. universal... I don't, I don't think that should yeah. be a debate, really. So, by all means, have Indiana Jones fight Nazis. But, like, we we know that the the man lands on the moon at the end. Do you think... Right, do you think there will be a scene where Indiana Jones is on a some kind of rocket and it's about to take off and yeah. he has to get off of it just in time... <laughs> And then <laughs> it's
2: one of those like really, like <laughs> it's one of those really old, like slow leaps. <laughs> like he's like really having to do a run up to try and make yeah. the three foot gap.
0: How much action is going to be in this? Really?
2: Ooh, oh, I just, oh. Yeah, a lot of whip work. You can do a lot with a whip because I just have to move if he's whipping.
0: How? Yeah, this is another thing, right? Part of the charm of Indiana Jones is that he was just a man. In various foreign locations with a whip and a gun. How does that fly in 1969 when the Nazis you're hunting are (laughs) NASA research scientists, presumably in some kind of office or campus?
2: In my my head, what they are like, you're like, they're like, you're gone rogue. You're gone rogue, Indiana. You don't even know what you're talking about. He's like, they're all fucking Nazis, man. They're all bad.
0: Well, they do the line of like, oh, you're, you're, he's an old man. He's losing his mind. He's He's, losing his mind. He's remembering the old days. but, But Sean, but
2: Sean, it'll be too late, but by the time they realise he was correct all along, possibly the last twenty minutes of the movie. Can
0: I? Can I make a call? Go can for d- it. D- okay, so there's going to Indiana Jones is going to come. He's gonna. He's gonna pitch all of the the Nazi stuff early on in the film to it's someone. So early. like I am talking the first importance. thirty minutes, like head of NASA. I don't care. But <laughs> and then. And they're going to laugh him out of the building. They're going to be like, Indy, yeah. you're, you're you're senile, you're old. Get out of here, you prick. And then he's going to come across. He's going to do some research. He's going to see a bunch of pictures of scientists with head Nazis and all this kind of thing. And then he's going to be shocked. He's going to reach for the phone. He's going to hesitate. The camera will pan over to a whip and a fedora hat. Oh, shit. And you will hear the iconic Indiana Jones theme song play. Yeah. That is exactly a shot that is going to happen in that film,
2: <laughs> and he has to have to look in the mirror, and he looks at himself like, "Can I still do this? Can I? Yeah. Am I up to this anymore?"
0: Yeah, and it's going to be, and in the corner of the mirror is like a, a picture of him and his dad when he was younger. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes, this is the best worst idea I've ever had. Yes. <laughs>
0: That, now I have to see the film because I need to it know it sounds that like happens.
2: It sounds like an Oscar winner. I think this could be a great idea. Um, Sean, look, Nazis are running the space programme. Indiana Jones has got to punch them. It's better than aliens. That's what I'll give it. I will give it that it's better
0: than aliens. It is wild that we have to dial it back a whole bunch <laughs> because we put aliens in the last one. Yeah, at that point, anything you do is better.
2: If he, if he doesn't encounter aliens, then it might be a more coherent script. Not by the audience reviews so far. (laughs) I would be interested to know the audience reviews of the last one, like when they released in two thousand eight, like when they did the fucking press screenings and shit. And people were like, this is this is weird.
0: I don't know if this is the same movie. This is not what I grew up watching. Yeah. This is Uh, a initial reactions mixed to Crystal Skull. Some described it as not worse than 19-year wait. Oh, good. <laughs> oh, good. That's always a good review. Um, so,
2: Sean, we're going to have to move on to our next piece of news. And I have some pretty good ones now because you actually predicted this a little while ago, a few weeks ago. Did I? We were talking about Harry Potter. We and were. we were talking about how Warner Brothers wanted to make another franchise and about yep. fifty more franchises. Um, but the Harry Potter and the Cursed Child adaption is now being pushed by Warner Brothers CEO David Zasloff, our favourite man. The Zaz. The Zaz is back. <laughs> Every week he comes up with something that's more robotic.
0: <laughs> so we're going to adapt the Cursed Child, the stage play that is bafflingly confusing yes. and objectively Bad, from what I've heard. Yeah. Also,
2: (laughs) (laughs) David says, look, if you haven't been keeping up, we've covered him a few times in the last few weeks. He has gotten outspoken, has he, at Warner Brothers. Um, He's the CEO, and he's come out and said such great lines as, we want to make this a franchise, we don't just want to do one, and... We gotta somehow make th- as many movies of this as possible. <laughs> so many we good We want to ones. make good movies. <laughs> he never once said let's make it a good one. He was just like, "How do we make more money by doing this?"
0: Yeah, and so they announced that after Fantastic Beasts, which is also that's a series that hasn't finished but has been declining in quality and reviews since. Oh, they're, the first they're not one doing the out. next one just to let you they're know. Not Oh, Grant, so they're just scrapping that and moving straight so on to Cursed so Child. So they got
2: three movies into the set of the five, and it it they cancelled it because they realised it wasn't very good, and now their plan is to do
0: more. Do you want to know something that happens in The Cursed Child? So you remember what? Cedric Diggory, right? Oh, he I remember was, him. He was played by uh, Robert Pattinson. Batman. And. Batman, and he was widely regarded as a very nice man who just wanted to help people and be sound generally. He, yeah, he dies in nice. the fourth book. Uh, it's been years, I don't care. And then. <laughs> it can't be a spoiler. And then this. And, and, and Voldemort comes back and everything like that. So, what happens is, in The Cursed Child, Harry Potter's son, Albus Severus Potter, named after two of the bravest men he ever knew. Two of the bravest men I've ever known travels back in time despite all of the time turners canonically being destroyed in Order yeah. of the Phoenix travels back in time and saves Cedric from his death in the Triwizard Tournament and now time streams knock on effects happen nice man Cedric everyone's friend wants to look out and help everyone lovely Hufflepuff lad becomes one of the top death eaters in Voldemort's <laughs> army it's it's a bit iffy is what I would say because, because what that says is that if this nice man hadn't been killed when he was fifteen, yeah, he would have gone on to become one of the top wizard Nazis. So of you're the saying world. his death
2: was was ultimately a good thing?
0: That ultimately nice boy a great said, thing. Yeah, For yeah. the entire world well, you know?
2: here. So this is what really per- Piqued my interest Is that they're eyeing A big screen adaption Of the stage play Harry Potter and the Cursed Child Because they just want That Harry Potter name um, yeah. On a movie And uh, Fantastic Beasts Doesn't have the name They need the name In the title So that they can put it there So people um, know Harry
0: Potter The one yeah, you liked this is,
2: this is the one you like There's quite-
0: Nazis in this one <laughs>
2: Going to a recent report by Puck News. Producer, and Sean, this is really where I'm getting a bit confused. Toby Emmerich. Now, is producer Toby Emmerich related to Mr. Roland Emmerich, director of Moonfall and every disaster movie since 1995? Toby (laughs) Emmerich. Uh. If he is,
0: that is outrageous, Family, family. Parent is Andre Emmerich. He has a brother named Noah Emmerich. No. Oh, Noah Emmerich is, uh, he's in the Truman Show. Uh, he's, he's, he's an actor. He's an actor's actor. Uh, he's in, okay. He's in Super 8, He's in, yeah, he's in a whole bunch of stuff here. Um, But I don't think they're related to Roland Emmerich. <laughs> is the good, good. No, look,
2: that I would hold that against him. If he wants, so I'm, I'm glad he's not. Um, but, because to- we all know, Roald Emmerich, enemy yep. of the pod.
0: A- enemy of the pod, absolutely. Can I also just say, Toby Emmerich um, formerly was the chairman of Warner Brothers Pictures.
2: Pretty good. <laughs> good stuff, Toby. Um, he had planned to transform the hugely successful show into an epic two-film adaption, Sean. We're not Love. just getting one, we're getting two.
0: Split it for no reason. Why wouldn't you <laughs>
2: make more money? Um, as per the report, uh, Emmerich brought up an idea that had been pitched before, a potential two-film adaption of Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. Uh, it's an original five-hour stage play, um, and it obviously has become a bit of a smash hit, but now they're going to bring it back for not only just the one, it's going to be a part one, part two scenario, Sean. Are you looking forward to this, or is this just, this was always going to happen? We we're just kind of waiting. I think
0: think it was only a matter of time once J.K. Rowling put out new Harry Potter media into the world Mm. that they were going to, you know, milk it for all it's worth, for want of a better term. Mm. Um, But I don't, like, because it's not good. It's not objectively very good, The Cursed Child. Um, So if film one does terribly... Do we still have to make and release film two? Yes.
2: (laughs) So you're just leaving leaving a part one, like a massive cliffhanger. And just like, Cedric, you're so nice these days. Wow, why are you wearing that cloak? Oh my God. To be continued. And then we just never see any more. So everyone just thinks Cedric is just taking a new fashion sense.
0: Maybe, yeah. And then we have to wait a year and a half, two years to find out anything. And ultimately, they'll cancel it for a tax break, perhaps.
2: (laughs) (laughs) David Zaslav will be like, no, I want a new shinier take. Also, there's the whole problem of if you start doing a movie in the middle of, like, a Broadway play, and if it's still on, I think you kind of hinder the play. So, and they're making fucking bank off that. So... It'd be weird, but then the, the logic must be that we'll make more money doing the two movies than we will for running the play into the ground for the next five years. Maybe the play isn't
0: doing particularly well at the minute.
2: I think, it, I think it normally is. like I, They must be fucking making shit tons of money. There's always people there. They must milk it for like everything it's worth,
0: really. Yeah, I mean... How, but, okay, but then what about the actors in the play? Do they play the characters on the stage on the film? No, not at all. Do you cast? that? You are not getting Daniel Radcliffe back for. Oh it. no,
2: Daniel Radcliffe is not coming back. <laughs> but then again, do you do it if he's not? If he doesn't like, if he doesn't come back in somebody else's Harry Potter, unless you make it so that he's not in the movie somehow. I think he's in it for a bit.
0: He's in the book, or he's in the play. Yeah, I think he, he saves the day at the end. Probably that's probably. That's I does, mean, it makes it?
2: it. I think I think the son mostly saves the day, but then it's a thing of like the two of us did it because we are both Potter's,
0: aren't we? Yeah, but like also, there's a really good videos by a YouTube channel just called Sean, and it's it just of course. breaks down. Of course. <laughs> look, what can I say? We're we're a smart bunch, but he just breaks down J.K. Rowling's like writings, and like. The whole thing in Harry Potter is like, oh, the ministry is corrupt and bad. But Harry Potter's big dream is to be like a Power wizard detective working for the government. Yeah. Like, and and they're like, the, oh, and the house elves are slaves. Oh, but they like being slaves, so it's fine. Yeah. It's like, no, this is, this is wrong. This mm, is bad. Mm, yeah, Harry Potter owns a house. He owns a creature. Like, that is his servant. Yeah,
2: but he's nice to it, Sean, okay? He's ah, one of the yeah. nice slave
0: owners. But they, they, any slave owner is a bad slave owner, is what I would say. Make your own toast, Harry, you prick. Yeah, you little, use some magic, you bald guy. <laughs> you can just
2: make magical toast. Just look at some fucking bread and cook it. Just do some fucking spell or something.
0: And also, you're either good or evil in a Harry Potter story. Yeah, you can't be in so good There's no grey characters. Unless you're Snape. Snape's in the middle, Sean. No, Snape is bad. Snape is always bad. He's always a prick.
2: Yeah, but he just does it for love, Sean. He does it for love.
0: There's no love there, Connor.
2: (laughs) It's a pure animal lust.
0: Jesus Christ, no. No.
2: (laughs) Moving Uh, on, we're moving on, Sean, (laughs) (laughs) to our next piece of news. And. I have news from Netflix as they are looking to do um, Chronicles of Narnia movies. They're looking for reboots of the Chronicles okay. of Narnia. Um, and they, uh, first of all, I read this and I was like, why are you, why are you doing this? Um, but apparently they put it into development back in 2018. So a long time ago, I, I can barely remember that. But what really caught my eye is they have found someone to direct them. And they're looking at Greta Gerwig to direct the Chronicles ah, of Narnia movies.
0: That's actually, that's quite a good choice, I would say. <laughs> yeah. And also, um, the so the Chronicles of Narnia movies were like, they were fine for the most part. The first one was good and then no one saw the other two. Um, yeah. But I think like if it was a Netflix series or anything like that that they were thinking of doing, that could work really well.
2: I, th- I think they're looking towards movies more than series really
0: um, Even well even then with Greta Gerwig I, I'd be on board
2: so they, they're looking for Greta dir- to direct the first two movies in the franchise
0: right okay and f- d- like Netflix exclusive kind of a deal Netflix exclusive kind of thing yeah so she's I going mean, to be directing the two of them that's pr- I mean Sandman is really good so if they did anything <laughs> like Michael Sandman, Sandman. Narnia <laughs> <laughs> then it's like, oh, oh, because Narnia is a magical world, Connor. There's so much yeah. going on there.
2: Yeah, t- there is. I mean, do you bring McAvoy back?
0: I, I, as, as the sate Whatever and, and his yes. fucking name is, yes. Mr. Tumness. He's Mr. Tumness in that. Good stuff. Uh, I would say only bring McAvoy back. Everyone else I, is I hand drawn.
2: Like, like so, this this is one of those storylines where I was like, I don't really care. Like Chronicles of Narnia, move, two movies are coming to Netflix. I probably won't watch them. It's absolutely fine. And then Greta Gerwig gets involved, and I'm like, oh shit, someone really good.
0: Yeah, she's really got a good. certain mystique where, like, anytime she's attached to a film, I'm like, what that's you wouldn't get her for no reason, would you? Like, yeah, that's
2: the t- like, And I don't think she would sign up for no reason. Like, she's no. that talented that she... Like, if she signs up, it's normally a sign of success. So that's why the Barbie movie still makes no fucking sense. With, like, yeah. her and Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling all signing up. And nobody knows what it's about. Nobody's seen a trailer. It's just... It's still shrouded in mystery. Nobody knows exactly if it's going to be good or bad, but we
0: can only assume it'll be good. All the evidence we have says it's going to be good. Every attached part of that machine is good. So I can only assume she's built a Porsche. But the
2: idea is really (laughs) terrible.
0: Yeah, like when they announced the Barbie movie, we were like, oh, this will never work. But now we're like, I'm very excited to see the Barbie
2: movie. (laughs) Just for the sheer, like, what the fuck are they going to do? What's happening? (laughs) Yeah, what's happening? Um, So, Sean, I mean, would you watch a a Chronicles of Nardia reboot? Or is this one of those that might be lost
0: to the wayside? Uh, I'd probably give it a go, to be honest. Um, Mm. Weirdly, I'd probably be more likely to watch a series than a movie, which I know is a longer time commitment. Mm. But I just feel like... I can give it an episode and decide rather than locking in for two and a half You're thinking
2: hours. of kind of like um, a Lord of the Rings kind of style of what they're yeah. doing
0: now. Yeah, like a Rings of... Well, actually the opposite because I don't like Rings of Power, but I really like the <laughs> okay. Lord of the Rings movies. So. <laughs> or like a House of the Dragon. There we go. There yeah. we go. There have you seen go. that yet?
2: You have?
0: I've seen all of it. Yeah, it's great. Oh, pretty good. It's all good. It's so good. So good. It's, it's so, so good? <laughs> I don't want to talk about it because I don't want to spoil it for people. No, fuck spoilers,
2: it's good. but, boys, if you haven't seen it and you liked Game of Thrones until the last season, go watch that, man. Go watch that. That's pretty good. Um, yeah. Episode 8 is probably still the best one. I think it's like the most watched episode of all time on HBO Max or some shit.
0: That's, I mean, I believe it. Meanwhile, Rings of Power is like the most expensive show ever made. And I'm like, I don't care.
2: <laughs> Speaking of expensive shot, actually, oh. I have some news about the Fast X movie because I know you're excited um, about Fast X and it's coming out next year. Yeah. But I, there's news that's come out. It's that Fast X is said to be one of the most expensive movies ever made as it's now 70% over its original budget.
0: <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's too much money.
2: <laughs> it's almost too much. Mm. So according to the, to the to news outlets, the budget for Fast X has now
0: ballooned to an eye-watering $340 million. That is pushing the most expensive movie ever made, which I believe is Pirates of the Caribbean at uh, World's End. No, it's it, um, the Tides one. What's the name? What's the Tides On Stranger one? Tides. On
2: Stranger Tides was made for $420 million.
0: Good God!
2: Yes, they thought that movie would make four hundred and twenty million back.
0: So they, they made it. What was that like? The fifth one or the fourth that one, one? That was the fourth one. The fifth one then was Salazar's Revenge or Dead Men Tell No Tales.
2: Of course, but like the fact that they made that for four hundred and twenty million, and they were like, "Yeah, this will
0: work." Yeah, ob- like obviously, it, this yeah. is good. And that barely crossed a billion. To put like, that
2: into context, Avengers Endgame cost, I think, 360 million to make. So, yeah. I mean, still 60 million less dollars than the. At, no, what's the Tides one?
0: The uh, Tides was. Uh, oh, Jesus Christ. Rise uh, of the Tides. Rise of Tidewalker. Uh, 1 billion. <laughs> 1.04 billion for Unstranger Tides. Yeah.
2: Oh, they actually made the money back. But fuck me, was that that a bit of a stretch? Um, The Avengers Endgame, 370. Fast X, 340. Are we thinking of the same level of maybe box office back? Fast 10? It has to make 3.2 billion to to break even.
0: That's, yeah. I I think, no, it probably won't, to be fair. no. Um, But I, I think it will be more expensive than Endgame. I think they will actually aim for that as a studio because that's a good headline. Mm. The thing with the, the big cast though, and Endgame had it as well, is that you are paying a lot for your actors as well so
2: that's the reason why so it's due to the salaries for all of the A-list stars and the drama behind the scenes which is why it's yeah. caused so much money so if anyone doesn't remember Justin Lin was down to direct it and he suddenly walked away from the project back in April following a major disagreement with Mr. Vinnie Diesel um, apparently during a four person meeting Diesel reportedly arrived with notes something Justin Lin was understandably unhappy with considering he believed the script was was finished um, the meeting yeah. reportedly ended with a slam door with sources saying that Justin finally had enough and said this movie is not worth my mental health and then he left Fully respect
0: that, by the way. Uh, (laughs) Get out of that scenario.
2: (laughs) So not only are they now charged, they probably have to cost more money to then reshoot some of the movie. You also then have to hire a new director. Um, Then you also have to keep all of the A-list stars that you currently have. Because remember, Jason Momoa is the villain in this one. But I'm pretty sure John Cena's coming back. And you have like 10 members. Brie Larson is in this and Charlie's Theron.
0: Like yeah, it's racking up, and like the longer the movie isn't made, the more you're just paying these people to hang around and stay on retainer, basically. Mm. Also, um, I'm pretty sure Vin Diesel got a pay rise after the last Of course last he did. Of course, of course he did. He's working so hard. Vin is is the main man The main man behind the scenes Keeping the film going
2: So to give you an idea of the cast We have starring Vin Diesel Jason Statham You forget he's going to cost a bit Mm. Michelle Rodriguez She's going to cost a bit Tyrese Gibson Maybe not as much Uh, Ludacris Oh he's not coming back for less Momoa, uh, Jordana Brewster, Brie Larson, the- Natalie Emanuel, um, Michael Rooker's in this, Cardi B, Helen Mirren, Charlie's Theron. You don't Daniela get Helen Melchior. Mirren for cheap. <laughs> <laughs> to, Helen's coming, but, but see the thing about that is it's like two days for her. You get her in for two days, she does her scene and she fucks off Hope. It's fucking good two days though. Oh, that's a pretty good one. Um, But, like, the cast alone, $340 million on a movie that's 10... Like, the 10th movie in a series.
0: Yeah. It's balls to the wall insane, if you ask me. It's it's quite, to use a character's name, ludicrous, uh, (sighs) that that much money would be spent on the project. And more to come, it sounds like. Uh, Oh, yeah. I'm wondering at what point they, like they they run out of money or is there just unending bank accounts for this project? I, I see. It's one of those where you don't really know. Like, I can't. Do you know what would be great? Go is on. that they run out of money and they're like, fuck, we have to just somehow manage to get through the rest of this production and then at the 11th hour, Dwayne Johnson comes in and finances <laughs> the rest of the project on condition that he on screen gets to kill vin diesel (laughs) to
2: beat him to death with his own
0: hands and say i win and then he cuts the credits
2: (laughs) he looks into the camera and he's like i win vin i win they have a lot of scenes where he just shows his true height because vin diesel is like what six foot and the rock's six six but in the movies they're the same height because vin diesel's like gotta shoot it so that we're the same so nobody knows
0: Nobody knows I'm smaller than
2: the Nobody Rock, the, the biggest man
0: in the world. <laughs> That's fine to be smaller than that man.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's not like you're like five four and he's five seven. It's like he's the Rock.
0: It's like he's a head and a half it's taller. Like
2: he, He's—I mean, it's—it's it's a good half a foot taller than you. Just—just leave it. It doesn't matter at that point. But you know, it's just for pay shit. That's kind of funny. Um, speaking actually of Pirates of the Caribbean, Sean, oh. I have news of Margot Robbie's Pirates of the Caribbean
0: movie. Oh, yeah. Um, I forgot this was happening. Uh, it's no longer happening. <laughs> oh, dear. Well, look, I'm no worse <laughs> off, am I? <laughs> so, if I wasn't
2: keeping up, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, obviously, there was the whole thing with a man called Johnny Depp. Yes. It, it, that didn't go down very well. So, then they decided they were going to green light another Pirates of the Caribbean movie that was going to be headed by Margot Robbie. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was going to lead the franchise. Yeah. So, she was very excited she came out and was like it's pretty good Uh, they had a a good idea it was all set but the movie is now no longer happening Um, as it was just cancelled basically it kind of just ran out of legs and so maybe she's busy doing other shit
0: yeah or maybe yeah and maybe they're just like let's give the Pirates franchise a break for a bit maybe reconvene in a couple of years when you can really really make a good one rather than just let's make the next one
2: and so, I mean, the idea is that now there's people coming up, Sean, maybe online, may, maybe in Whispers, Johnny Depp could oh, be back. I mean, if so? Margot is out and yet there's no Pirates of the Caribbean, it's going to be like a different movie. And they're definitely going to make another one because they have to print money somehow. Sean, can you see it happening?
0: I mean, I, mean, I can always see them making another Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Um, I will watch it I'm part of the problem um, <laughs> I know you like pirates <laughs> I love pirates is this the, they're the best uh, fic- not, they're not even fictional but the fictional version of pirates is way cooler mm. and nicer than what actual pirates were um, yeah. but I like I don't know if the response to the last two Pirates of the Caribbean movies were what they expected um, I don't know if that's if they can do you know another one cuz that original trilogy i maintain is unreal uh, we've had
2: a discussion Sean. the we've had, first we've one's so about good this.
0: first one's great first, first one's great so good second one as good
2: oh i mean that is just lunacy. first Third one, one is so
0: good as good they're all as good as each other they only <laughs> get better true. i would say <laughs> it's just not true <laughs> it's factually correct connor it's <laughs> okay. so good
2: <laughs> um, but like, do you see I mean like they do will they will constantly always make these movies just for the sole reason that they make money. And so then you also then go back to Margot Robbie, if she was to do it, that's pretty great, but they have the cash cow. And I think they'd be mad not to even consider bringing death back. Not that I, I even wanted to be honest. I think that ship has sailed. Oh, very good. But just like, just like in general, I feel like just leave it. Do you it's think? Like, it's grand. Could,
0: but could it? Could you see a film in the Pirates of the Caribbean universe without Jack Sparrow in it? Do you think that could work?
2: Um. See, I don't know if it would work, but I think they might do it. Like, eventually they'll run out of ideas and they'll be like, let's just try one without them and see the, if it pays off. Davy Jones'
0: Origin movie.
2: Yeah, what are those? Like, and I don't think they'll spend like 420 million on it. Maybe they spend 100 million and they think they might make 200 back.
0: Yeah, yeah. And look, there is as well, like, if they want to do Jack Sparrow, they could just do Young Jack Sparrow. There's a heap of books and comics about Young Jack Sparrow. Yeah,
2: um, yeah the, the issue with that is who do you
0: cast? Uh, Timothy Chalamet
2: Okay, yeah, you have me <laughs>
0: he's, <laughs> But
2: he's also Charlie of the Chocolate Factory So he's just coming up for all he, of it He's just
0: getting all Depp's roles Yeah, yeah, the yeah, remake of Sweeney it. Todd Get, good to, get Chalamet he could, he could be so good, he's so good It's him and then Alden Ironright Can just take all of Harrison Ford's stuff
2: Oh, that's good and, and Tom Holland can fill in when Timothy's away Yeah, yeah, he'll just drop in for the day I, f- then, I sometimes feel like they're the same human, but like they were just born on different sides of the Atlantic. Yeah, I feel like they're brothers that were separated at birth. <laughs> yeah. The day is really confused <laughs> when she's like on Set of Dune. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. Um, so, Sean, I got more news in regards to your favourite. So, I wanted to follow up a pirate story mm-hmm. with a Spider Man based story. You're, you're two faves. Um, Spider-Man spin-off series, Silk, Land's ordered MGM, and Amazon. Um, so that means oh. Sony TV are going to be bringing a Silk
0: series to Amazon. It's a bold move. That's a bold move. Mm. So Silk, for those that might not know, is a character called Cindy Moon. Um, she was bit by the same spider that bit Peter Parker. Um, and so she has all of the same powers. Um, and they also have a kind of a weird psychic link and they, they're in love with each other and it's a whole big thing. But but, but if, if Sony have sold the rights to Amazon, then doesn't that mean that they can't use Spider-Man in that because of the rules? So, yeah,
2: it's one of those weird ones because Sony owned Silk. So yeah. they this is part of their Spider-Man universe that they want to create. All of the
0: Spider-Man adjacent characters that they have. Yeah.
2: So not all of them except Spider-Man. Because yeah. Spider-Man is currently in the MCU. So they can't use him. But, um, so they want to do a Silk series, but they don't have their own streaming service. So they're going to go to Amazon and they're going to sell the rights to them to show the Silk series. And... Um, Angela Kang from The Walking Dead is also set as the showrunner for Silk. Um, okay. So they're coming in. This is a full on series on Amazon Prime. Um, I don't know how many episodes but, it's going
0: to be, but they're bringing it as a series. But here's the thing is that this must mean that Marvel passed on this. Because if you were pitching a Silk show, Disney Plus. a Spider-Man and Jason Carter, surely you pitch it to Marvel for Disney Plus first.
2: But that means... But I, do, I think they probably didn't want it on Disney Plus because they don't want it in their universe.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, that's what I'm thinking. Like, it's... it's Marvel have no interest in using that character in that way for whatever Sony pitched. But Sony then will sell that the rights of that to Amazon. Which mm. then means that Marvel presumably can't use Silk in their movies. <laughs> But then I love the Sony idea. can't use them in, Sony presumably <laughs> couldn't use Silk in their movies about they Spider-Man can use villains them. and characters.
2: Oh, hang on. I'm, I'm, I have my head in my hands. Hang on. They can use what? Silk in the Venom movie
0: and in can the they? Morbius movie. No, if, if Amazon own her, can they? Yeah,
2: because they're only just selling the, the distribution to Amazon it's still their character right
0: right so it's, like, okay. it's like
2: Marvel or like yeah Marvel uh, having the Deadpool series on Netflix
0: right, or okay.
2: like you just kind of sell the rights but you still own the character
0: okay but then but, okay but then it's just firmly it's still in that Sony universe which I don't care about
2: yeah they they're doing a series strictly for the Sony universe but Amazon will be their streaming service for when they put it out, because they don't want to put it on Disney Plus, because then everyone's gonna think, where's Tom Holland? Why is he not in this?
0: And where's they don't any him- Spider Man though where's in that any series? Spider-Man
2: thing. So but this also sets a scary precedent that we could be getting lots more Spider Man adjacent characters popping up on Amazon
0: Prime in their own series. But okay. That's fine but how do you intro any of those shows without there being a Peter Parker Spider-Man involved because most of these at uh, their origins are tied
2: especially cuz Silk's character is like bitten by the same spy- spider.
0: Yeah, like on the same day. Like, <laughs> the same day. <laughs> she could have been Spider-Woman. And also, actually this raises a point because there was a lad scene on the set of Craven who I think is I think his name is Ezekiel um is the character and he's the one that trains Silk, basically. Right. Because so what Sony are doing <laughs> is they're taking all of the mystical spider totem bullshit that was introduced um, during the events of Spider Island and stuff like that.
2: Which you, I will say, does not translate well to film. I do not take. Didn't translate want. well to
0: comic books either, <laughs> Connor. Good stuff. So Sony are now doubling down on the weirdest, most controversial. <laughs> aspects of the Spider-Man mythos <laughs> of course. and they being like, no, that's for me. That is yeah. for me.
2: That, that's, that sounds good to us. Well, I think that could really work on a film. I mean, it's a bold
0: move. I don't think could it's you, going to be Could you good. try to
2: explain to people what the totems are? <sighs> I mean, a, I mean, you don't have to, Sean, but no, even just no, in, no, the, no, no, in the so. least confusing way possible, talk to us like we're idiots.
0: The idea is that there is an extra-dimensional god spider being who imbues certain individuals and they follow specific archetypes with spider powers. So there's things like the the I think it's like the warrior, the bride, the hero, that kind of thing. Um and there's just there's always someone with these powers throughout history, throughout time, throughout universes, all of this, and they're all connected by I think it's the web of fate or some shit it's called. Um <laughs> But the like, idea why don't be-
2: you look at that? I'd be like, yeah,
0: that's <laughs> rock solid. <laughs> and then there's there's also a character, there's vampires. One of them's called Morlin, and they hunt the spider totems. Yeah, yeah, of course. And then Morlin, there's a really... It was the, one of the first Spider-Man comics I full-on bought, uh, rather than just reading what I found. But uh, Morlin kicks the shit out of Spider-Man, eats his eyeball and kills him. And then... <laughs> He's buried, and then this is what happened. I think it was like two thousand and six or something. This happened is that Spider Man was carried away by spiders, put in a big cocoon, and then mm. he had a vision quest uh, where he was like, "You've been, you've been mostly man and part spider. You need to embrace the spider part of your body." Then he was reborn out of the cocoon, and he had the uh, organic webs in the comics at that. Oh, good. Point. So that's that was how they their way, that. but wasn't that their way of like matching the Tobey Maguire movie? I think that was kind of kind of what was behind it. Where it was yeah, like, okay. let's, yeah, let's make this a bit easier.
2: So um, I think that would really translate well. I, I I feel like that's a really good visual
0: that could really work. It could. Look, it could, it could work super well, but they can't use Spider-Man. And they also, there's a whole series, there's a there's a load of people with spider powers because he was fucking cloned a whole bunch of times, but they can't use any of them because they can't have the original to clone from. Like, I would love a Ben Reilly TV series. Yeah, that would but be you
1: can't.
0: Because see- he, he's Peter Parker's clone, or maybe he's yeah. Peter Parker, depending on who you ask. And also he
2: dresses up as Spider-Man, so that's, that's a waste because you can't have the
0: Spider-Man suit. Can Spider Man suit? His suit is like it's a blue leotard and a red hoodie. It's very, very but cool. But you literally can't have somebody call him Spider Man. Scarlet Spider is what he goes by.
2: Okay. Could you could that. get around it like that. Okay, but um, then, but
0: then for the like the casual observer, they're just like, oh, there's this silk show about a woman with spider powers, and there's someone called the Scarlet Spider who dresses a lot like Marvel's Spider Man. He looks What's really similar about?
2: to Andrew Garfield, played by Timmy
0: Chandler. It's really weird. <laughs> I'll give it to Tim. Tim would be a great Tim Scarlet would have to Spider. Do it.
2: Um, Sean, we're finishing off this week with James Gunn, Um he has begun the teasing of what begun. he has planned. Sorry for the dcu uh, in the future f- future months um as he is now i mean the co co-leader of the dc uh, movies yep. and all that stuff so he has now teased he just put up one photo uh on his on his twitter i think it was and it was just a picture of mr terrific
0: mr terrific
2: yes Have Um, we talked about Mister Terrific before? We have done a Hero Zero. We have, we have. I remember Mister Terrific now. He's got the face thing. He does have the face thing. The T, the T on his face for Terrific. He is also the, I would say, the fourth or fifth smartest person in all
0: of DC comic books. Um, Man, imagine having a smart person in a DC movie these days
2: a really interesting character to even attempt to do straight off the bat because like obviously there's a whole bunch of characters they don't even ha- they still don't have a Superman kind of Apparently, the Henry Cavill thing is after hitting the bricks because they don't have a writer or director but so. <laughs> well, they made Henry do a video <laughs> <laughs> um, but, so, Sean, what do you think of maybe a Mr. Terrific movie? You, like, I think it could be cool, but it's also one of those where I wasn't even considering it because he would have been, like, 7th on my list, or, like,
0: 15th on my list. Yeah, like, for people that don't know do you want to give a very brief overview of Mr. Terrific? So Mr. Terrific is... Um, he actually
2: was in Arrow, uh, where He was. Um, and, I mean... So he's, to, in the most basic way possible, he's just a guy from, um, he's just a guy who decided to start fighting crime. And so he's the smartest, best athlete, best ever he's ever achieved in his whole life. And he basically decides that he needs to eliminate crime where he's from. And he's going to use it with his braids. Um, and his inventions, mostly the T-Sphere, which are very famous. The T-Spheres are kind of, they're a bit macguffer in comic books in terms of they can do anything. They
0: do um, what they need to do.
2: Th- they can do what they need to do. So he has no powers, per se. He's just got braids. So in that way, he's very similar to Batman um, in that he's just the smartest man in every situation and he comes up with inventions to try and solve problems or like to stop criminals Um, and I I mean I do think it probably could work it it would be pretty cool to see a full movie but I don't know what villain you get I don't know like the level of villain you go with Um, it's think of like I mean a cool thing to do would be have like a Daredevil like series but he's incredibly smart <laughs> yeah that would be cool
0: but what if in what okay so there's a lot of misaligned things in the DC universe at the minute what if Mr. Terrific just his his role in his movie or series whatever it is is that he just makes a plan and fixes it and he forms like, like a just a new Justice League or a Justice I guess that's actually really Society. funny
2: because he's always the guy in the chair for the Justice League. Well, in my head, that's he's always yeah. the guy in the watchtower and people are coming to him like, so, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. And he's organizing
0: teams. So that would be cool if he was just like, OK, here's all the pieces. Here's how we put them together. Let's make a plan for the universe.
2: So he's like, he's like us, but for in movie form, like he's what we've been dying for them to do in like a boardroom, but they're going to do it in movie form.
0: Yeah, like they just, yeah, like instead of just all the heroes coming together, which I guess like that's traditionally what they would do. But like after the events of whichever Justice League film you want to take as canon and after all of the issues that have been caused from, you know, Black Adam and Shazam and all that kind of stuff. And the issues with Aquaman, Mr. Terrific comes like just is just basically like, look, we need to get everyone together and talk this out. Mm
1: -hmm. And then he
0: like sets up the thing and then maybe you introduce, you know. Uh, a rival to Mr. Terrific trying to discredit him or something like that like keep it about how smart he is rather than he's good at fighting
2: I also um, have two casting ideas that they okay. could possibly do uh, first one unfortunately I don't think will happen because he's technically he's in the MCU and that is Jonathan Majors I mean an yeah, excellent excellent wouldn't casting for he? and my second my second one Sean is Mr. John Boyega mm.
0: That would be good.
2: I think John Boyega could be fucking great as a Mr. Terrific.
0: Do you think he would do another big franchise though?
2: Um I but I think it's slightly different because it's like a superhero thing. Right, and like I mean, I feel like he's after taking a few years out. He's been away away from it for a long time that and this is kind of like this is what those projects that they could probably it's probably going to be a lot smaller. Because it's not a Batman or a Superman. This this can be like yeah. a a, a, sm- a movie that like is probably a little lower than Aquaman in terms of how much attention David Zaslav has fucking paid attention to it.
0: Yeah, but like he, 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 the, 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 at the back of it as well, though, is that like James Gunn is pushing it. Yes, so, that is true. It's like clearly he's there for a reason because nothing, not like. You don't pick a character like Mr. Terrific on accident. You have a plan for him.
2: No, he there's a reason why he's been chosen. I, I we don't know why. Because, like, as I said, it's one of those that came out of left field. But I'm now in a situation for the first time in years where I'm kind of like, I think James Gunn kind of knows what he's doing, though. He, he might... He think he might have yeah. a plan.
0: And he's the master at making underrated characters into fan favourites. That's favorites. his thing. Like... Look, yeah. Like, Guardians, the Suicide Squad, he's done it countless times now. Like that, well, and he done, loves done it twice
2: weird fucking characters that, like, not weird in terms of bad, and weird in terms of, like, characters you wouldn't pick off as Yeah, a, an as unusual a one choice.
0: Pick. Ratcatcher. Yeah, like. like,
2: Ratcatcher 2. It wasn't even Ratcatcher 1, it was Ratcatcher 2 yeah. <laughs> that he chose. Like, the idea that he would do a Mr. Terrific, who's way further up the totem pole, that he they, he could do a really great fucking Mr. Terrific movie. But yeah, he he did that post. I'm very much looking forward to see where it goes. Um, but, John, I mean, I think that's it for this week's Movie Mondays. It's been a week.
0: Look, I'm sorry we didn't get to talk about Black Panther, but I enjoyed talking about the news with you, Connor.
2: I like the news, John.
0: <laughs> Would you like me to take us out? Yeah, sure, why not. Thank you everyone for listening to this episode of Movie Mondays. We'll be back Wednesday with Weird News Wednesday, Friday with Hero or Zero, and next Monday with another episode of Movie Mondays. Big shout outs to everyone over on Patreon who supports the show. Shout outs of course go to Roshin the Wife Palmer, Joe Burney, Ryan Technically Fine Evanson, Waffles the Magic, David Clark, Sean Chuckman the watch, and It'll be Grant Jameson, Dominic, Anna Irish Walrus Forever, Helm Roos, Danny McLaughlin, No One's Ever Really Gone, Luke Hoth, Lord Smish, Michelle Brown, Michaela Doughty, Buster, Ed Ball, Sean, Connor, and Lorraine have added this Patreon nickname intentionally to test Sean's lung capacity. Thanks for that. And Russ, forget those moonwalkers and just walk. Perfect. The. <laughs> Telling people to change the Patreon names was the worst thing I ever did on this podcast.
2: I think it's a great idea. Oh, yeah, you're grateful. But
0: thank you, everyone, for the support. Absolutely wonderful human beings, each and every one of you. If you want to join those people, the Patreon is linked below, patreon.com forward slash heroes for hire podcast. Also down there is the merch store, here's for forward slash shop. Twitter is at heroes for hire pod, the four is the number four. Facebook is Detective Development Discussion Group. Instagram is here's for hire podcast. And the best way to ever help out the show is to tell one human being that we exist. Just a one, please. I think that's about it, Connor. I think so. So I've been Connor oh, Logan. I've been
2: showing me. i will see you all next week.